Checking in with Greg. <laughs> well, now let's check in with our resident comic book expert. With Greg, is that the thing? Yes, it's the thing. All right, thank you, Greg. All right, cool. <laughs> it's gonna rain. Thank it's you. Gonna Welcome to issue number 179 of the Bad County Funky what? Podcast. Yeah! Tonight we're talking the latest in geek news to entertain you while at work or in the car or on the toilet. Ooh. Ooh. Like the perfume? Ooh. Oh, perfume. the toilet. Perfumes. Let's see who's joining us this week. We have Jay's Mac. Yeah, I exist uh, bi-weekly again, guys, at minimum. So not once mm. a month Jay's Mac anymore. I'm here. Boom. Once every once every Boom. two weeks now. <laughs> the bad coyote himself, Sergio. Ooh, welcome everyone to the best damn podcast in the world. Thank you to everyone who's been listening on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play or Music, whatever the hell they're calling it, and everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thanks everyone who essentially sent us to PAX East. 2019 as a podcast hey check us out while we're there say hello let us know which episode you'd like hit us up on twitter on instagram facebook whatever thing you use on social media on the interwebs thank you for listening to our past themed episodes where we talk about movies tv shows and more and continuing to listen we do this for fun and we do this for you Mm -hmm. and i'm your host for the evening booster greg now we've gotten all of that business out of the way gentlemen what's been going on this week Oh, yeah. So uh, from the official, official Disney, uh, we got an announcement that Star Wars Galaxy Edge, the new Star Wars land in the Disney parks, is going to be opening sooner than expected. So uh, we got uh, the opening of the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, opening in at May 31st in California and then August 29th in Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's going to be in Disney World. I am super excited for this. It, it just came out of nowhere. I thought this thing was going to be further down the line because, as you know, huge, huge Star Wars fan here as uh, a lot of our listeners are as well. And I couldn't wait to walk amongst the stars um, so, so basically what's going to happen is that, uh, they, they, well, they said that due to a popular demand, I guess they were really working to get this thing open. Um, they're just like, Hey guys, we had a later date. We're going to move it up and we're going to open everything. And then later on the line, they're going to open up more and more things. So they're going to be opening things up in phases. I was like, ha just like what they're doing in movies. They're doing it in real life with parks. Cannot Wait. So uh, so opening day for phase one, you'll be able to live your own Star Wars story and take the controls of the most famous ship in the galaxy aboard the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Sample amazing galactic food and beverages, Im- explore an intriguing collection of merchant shops, and more. Phase two, opening later this year, will be Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, the most ambitious, immersive, and advanced attraction ever imagined that will put guests in the middle of a climactic battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Believe me, you won't see anything like... like the, I love how like, like the, the official <laughs> blog w- w- went from like, here's what's going to happen to like some like weird like PR thing that sounds... like, like, like they're, they're promising a lot. They're promising yeah. a lot. And like I, I'm just looking at the copy, and it's like really interesting the way they're wording this out. It's the most ambitious thing. It's going to be amazing. So climactic, 
Oh my god! But what do you guys think? You guys interested? I mean, like I, I mean, the first one opens up in May in California, May thirty first. I'm like, holy shit! Do I need to book a ticket? Not to California. No one wants to go to Disneyland anymore. That's why they're opening it there first. Everyone wants to go to Disney World. More real estate. More <laughs> That's why they're opening it up into. first because no one wants to go to Disneyland. No one wants to go there. So they figure, <laughs> like, we're opening up in Disneyland. Maybe some people will go. It'll be like a beta test, right? Beta mm-hmm. testing. Theme Early, access. Early, Early access. <laughs> <laughs> Early access theme park. Oh, my God. Oh, EA's God. entrenched in and, Disney. And then oh, they'll open it up EA in the just sent me a check. <laughs> You, you know, now that you said that, it's like, yeah, like they're they're opening yeah. thing up in phases. Okay, they're opening one up way before the other one, and mm-hmm. there's more stuff coming on. Oh my god, it's like how they're doing the games. No early access. <laughs> oh and wait, then do you have DLC? to pay hundred dollars to get into the park, and then fifteen ninety nine to ride each ride? Is this what's oh, happening? My well, isn't god. that what you're essentially doing when you're buying a plane ticket to go to California just for this park? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Holy I mean, shit. you could really? see other stuff in California, maybe, right? Greg just broke the code of what they're doing here. I just saying, I see, I see through these ruses. I got you. I got your number. See, I think that they released this park early because they canceled the Boba Fett movie. They're like, oh, sorry, here's the theme park at Disney World instead. And and you're like, I'm still pissed. Like, I think I'd much rather still have a Boba Fett movie than seeing this. That's my personal opinion. I do love me some rides though, so yeah. Maybe what if they have go. a Boba Fett ride. Well, no, or they would cancel Boba that Fett, too. You sit on his lap. Or a Boba Fett burger for like 30 bucks. Boba burger. I'm... Boba burger. <laughs> Fat burger. Uh, and then the, the the baby burger, the, the one with one patty, is the Django. Oh. <laughs> the Django, he'll have the Django meal. But nobody cares about that. That's the kids' meal. That's the Django. Oh, wait, no, it's the other way around. Yeah, it would be the other way around. They have such opportunity for, hmm. for for branding for concessions and things like that. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Pizza oh, the hut. You can should, really make should, it happen. All, all their cups should be red. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be great. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. And, and a couple of people here in chat live on Twitch.tv just back at you are also feeling the same thing. Um, that they'd rather have a Boba Fett movie. But I mean, a Boba Fett movie or or getting inside of the Slave One ship. I mean, you're, you're going to get to go inside. They're promising you're going to get to go inside a replica of the Millennium Falcon. I think mm. that's I think that's priceless. I think that's going to be pretty good. That would like, be fun. Yep. I would Ruru yeah. 2, though. Ruru 2 comes out. He says, I feel sorry for the guys in the Wookiee costumes in that Florida heat. Oh, <laughs> my yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> you're I right, mean, like, dude. There's a guy in a chewy costume running around there anyway, but like. No, it's ugh. just Dave. It's just oh, it was was during celebration. Gotcha, gotcha. Not here, got him anyway. (laughs) Got him. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. It's cool. Like, I want to. If I go in that Millennium Falcon, I'm not going to leave. I'll tell you that right now. Hell yeah! Might as well start charging (laughs) me rent. Greg, tur- Greg turns into a nine-year-old. He's like, no, I'm not coming down. So <laughs> you can't, people. you can't make me. <laughs> yeah. And here's today. A man was dragged out of the Lady Falcon <laughs> at the newly opened Disney park. So you're just like, is that Greg? Oh my God. <laughs> Florida like, really changes people. Sorry, sorry. Turn out your <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> can't confirm. Can't confirm it's Florida man. Mm. But yeah, this, this should be uh, really interesting, but not as interesting as the next item we got to talk about. Mm-hmm. So official 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 will smith who in my opinion has been one of the weaker parts of the first suicide squad movie it's officially uh, out he's not there anymore he's gone he's going to be replaced by none other than idris elba boom 
the internet's favorite casting choice for literally any choice, any character, any time. Any and everything. We, and, we, need, we need a big, strong, handsome guy who can act him. Let's get Idris Elba. James yeah. Bond? Idris Elba. Green Lantern? Idris Elba. I know, everything. right? Idris Elba. Uh, I heard, though, that Idris Elba is going to be just doing, like, the body portion, but they're actually going to be superimposing Will Smith's face is on it, Idris As long Elba's as it's blue wow. head. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know if it's real. This actually uh, comes pretty closely to the news that um, when Will Smith... Will Smith was announced as not being in the movie anymore quite a bit due to scheduling purposes, which is probably that shitty looking Aladdin movie that's coming out. Um, Nightmare. So they got Idris Elba in. They also have a team that is... it's rumored. I don't know if it's quite confirmed just yet as of right now, uh, but the team is actually going to go through quite a bit of an overhaul, which I'm really excited about. Uh, Deadshot is going to resume. Obviously, he's going to be Idris Elba. You're also going to have uh, Killer Shark. You're going to have Rat Catcher. You're going to have po- Polka Dot Man, who's definitely one of those Z-list kind of villains, and Peacemaker. And interesting enough, uh, Peacemaker is who um, Batista is rumored to be eyed for. Oh. Hmm. So... We'll kind of see ultimately what happens there. Gotta get his boy. Uh, if you've never heard of these characters, and like, why would you? Because some of them are not great. You've probably, probably heard of bad. King Shark before, because he was definitely on uh, the Flash on the DCCW. Yeah. Uh, you you're thinking like pretty much what his name sounds like, like a street shark is essentially what he is. Yeah. Uh, you have Polka Dot Man, who literally looks like fruit stripe gum. <laughs> as a person with a ninja turtle mask there's a reason why that comic hasn't been redrawn in 60 years so i mean essentially he's also called mr polka dot um he's a batman villain he's a gotham city centric um he's a sworn enemy of batman he grows multicolored polka dots on his body and can turn them into fireballs and other weapons what so that's kind of like a cool like almost bugs bunny aspect like you get a dot i don't know if you i ah oh, like, mm. like, like one of those like acme black holes that bugs bunny yeah. just pulls like a mallet out those. of in a boxing glove that's kind of what i'm thinking that's what it sounds like to me that sounds um, awesome for, for the most part he's embarrassed about his awkward abilities because he realizes he's lame <laughs> which is pretty funny he's uh, like i have polka dots but i could pull stuff out of them here's a gun bang you're dead <laughs> Well, like some of those can be cool. Like, remember um, the '90s Spider-Man cartoon when they had that guy who was like called like the Spot or something like that, and he was literally like, all oh the yeah, dots on. He was he was what all white and black holes, and they were literally black holes, and he could just throw them, mm-hmm. and like he, oh yeah, I do, yeah, 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 that was cool. Uh, Peacemaker is real name Christopher Smith. He's an agent of peace whose motives are driven by an extremist form of pacifism that makes him love peace so much that he would kill for it. So he's such a pacifist. He's so passionate about it. Sounds like the USA. (laughs) (laughs) Freedom everywhere. Um, And Ratcatcher is his real name is Otis Flanagan. Um, So he's a super criminal. And he started out as an exterminator in Gotham City before his life of crime. So he has a small army of like robot or not robot. Sorry. Small army of rodents. So he can communicate and control vermin. Was, wasn't was that like that movie? Was it called? Was, 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 was it Ben? Like the, 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 the kid? It was like a horror movie. The kid who could control like rats and shit like that. Wilbur? Ben? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was Brent. Um, Fly's dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was rats. That. Yeah, he had like an army of them and he yeah. didn't like make him do his bidding. Yeah. Is that what this it, is? It sounds like it. Yeah, that's what it kind of kind of is. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Huh. Mr. I'm too good for Back to the Future 2. <laughs> Still salty about 100%. that. About that. But, but um, yeah, I think this Idris Elba thing is is really interesting. You know, because I think I think I want to speculate and throw out that that Will Smith like got out of it because of the whole James Gunn thing is like Will Smith brands himself as a family man. So mm-hmm. when he saw like the whole thing that happened with James Gunn and the tweets from the past and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure Will Smith's probably like, I can't tie myself to this guy, be it innocent or not, whatever, because Will Smith is like, I'm a family man. <laughs> but like, at, at the same time, though, too, he, I heard you like he definitely is, but like not really in his movies so much. Like he's, 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 he's never he's sworn not. in his music. His mm-hmm. movies are a completely different story. So there's almost like a different per- yeah. persona for, and like it is kind of all like family. Like he, I don't even know if he's, he's been doing in any Bad Boys stuff. Three, Old like Bad Boys, yeah. yeah. Which which is probably the scheduling issue. I think I think there was just something where he's like, I can't tie myself to this movie. Yeah, and that was just my because I'm like I'm like, well, what else could, could it be? I mean, he does have Bad Boys three coming up, and four, you know, don't so forget about Bad Boys four. I mean, four, yeah, 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 Bad Boys four, yeah, yeah, because they're well, making a whole other, they're making like a whole yeah. unit, like like Bad Boys verse. I was like, yeah, what? They, they're doing like, the Fast and Furious with this. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, what? Well, slow, slow roll. But uh, but but like right. Idris Elba is a good get, and it actually is making me more excited for this movie than than anything else. I was oh, like, absolutely. Idris Elba's in here. Like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like, and with that, like, he's such a good actor that, like, he brings his excellence to everything that he does. Oh, sure. Like, you know, in every role that, that he's in. And I think other actors might get really excited, like, oh, man, Idris Elba's in this. So if they do want to do a new cast of Suicide Squad, which we, we don't, I mean, like, uh, Margot Robbie's still coming back. But the other members, like, we, we don't, I'm pretty sure Kara Bellarine's not coming back because, you know, she was all hula hooped out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, you know, the girl played, like, Cortana, who had a very small role, well, like, but it was, like, I thought it was one of the coolest characters but they didn't do anything with that i i think they're just scrapping the whole because like the whole thing about the suicide squad which is great is they can be a revolving team and deadshot is almost always the leader so you kind of mm. have him he's been around he knows the ropes and now he's got this whole new squad and like yeah it's kind of a bummer that i mean it's pretty much a whole bunch of white guys and a shark <laughs> but like in the diversity is definitely not there however they could very easily turn a lot of, like like polka dot man doesn't have to be a man right like I don't think anyone would really be that upset if they got this like Z-list villain and they just gender swap or race swap or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care. Like yeah. that's that's the beauty of these characters too. Like even um, Deadshot, like it was kind of like uh, for me when it was announced that it was Will Smith, it wasn't so much like a racial swap thing. It was like, a, is Will Smith really the guy that I want to be like he- Floyd? And yeah. the answer was no because he wears pimp clothes. So, so I just had a thought. Yeah. Uh, DC Universe is owned by the Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, polka Dot, there's the Animaniacs. Anytime okay. they say Polka Dot Man, they have to introduce Dot from the Animaniacs and then start playing Polka. Nah. Uh, just like they do in the, ga- in the show. In the show. Just like in yeah. the show. <laughs> this side quest brought to you by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I think I think it, it's gonna be interesting because like now they're saying that it, it's gonna be a reboot of Suicide Squad. It's 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 not a part two. It's actually like a well, reimagining. And I'm just like, interesting. I think that that's what they're mis- doing. I think that would be a mistake because like ev- even in comics, like people are very critical of the movies, but the comics always have shitty story arcs, hmm. and the comic almost always continues through it, and they don't ignore it. But they're just like that happened. We're gonna move right along. Look at the recasting that Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. Yeah, they don't. The only time they really address it is when um, Rhodey shows up again in Iron Man. That too. was great. It's like, yes, it's me. Get, get over <laughs> get it. it. Move on. Get over it. Move Boom. on. 
<laughs> and that that I think that simple line, like as brilliant and, and like memorable as it was, changed the recasting. Because if you recast something, you don't have to reboot it anymore. Yeah. You just go right through. And a lot of they did that because there was a whole speculation of how are they gonna possibly gonna pull this off? And then like that one line and like yeah. <laughs> let's yep. go. But yeah, I think it'd be, it'd be foolish if, if like they didn't mention the other because like mass right. audiences are going to be like really confused as to like wait what like what is this like it's because yeah. yeah. people because like we're in the minority of people who actually pay attention to this stuff right and the mass audience is going to be like i i don't i don't get it and and uh and in chat rutu is is incorrect the mass audiences do know who idris elba is he's been in like in the biggest like blockbuster movies i'll, I'll put it to you this way my dad okay, so. knows who idris elba yeah. is and if my dad knows who <laughs> is, everyone knows who, idris, who he is like hands down beyond a shadow yeah. of a doubt Exactly. Yeah, he was in Marvel movies. He was he was time to. I mean, like he has an, uh, like a Luther. new movie coming out with with like yeah, it was Luther. I uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific he was Rim. in, uh, oh, yeah. and he's going to be in Hobbs and Shaw. Like this huge. I mean, yeah. they're they're going to market the hell out of this oh, Fast absolutely. and Furious spinoff. And the, the, the trailer looks fucking crazy, by the way. It looks absolutely insane. Because I love that they leaned into, we know this is nuts. And we know we kind of made them superheroes. Guess what? They are superheroes. And this is what we're doing. And it's dumb. And Idris Elba is an enhanced mutant, pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has mm-hmm. super strength. He can jump off buildings and run down them and shit. He can punch through like iron doors. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. And 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 people love the Fast and Furious series. So everyone, like, it made like a billion dollars. Yep. So around the world, like people are going to be watching Hobbs and Shaw, seeing this trailer, and they're going to see Idris Elba. So people know who. He is and they're excited for it yeah. but yeah I, I think i think it's gonna be i think, I think he'll do a good job because even in l- looking at this, this mock-up here this art like it like it looks really damn cool with his head in the, uh, in the in the dead eye costume like that looks pretty dope oh yeah yeah, yeah. and his acting chops are, are incredible like they're not even in question so so like i think he, it's, it's gonna he, be good he's one of those actors too where you don't even need him in like his out of mask like he can emote so well just with his voice yeah that i wouldn't be i hope I would be surprised if it happened, and I really do hope that he just wears the mask a lot, and not that like shitty one they made Will Smith or, but like classic. It's just like the just the all white mask with that one red monocle, and that's just oh, like that'd be dope. That's his fucking look. Doesn't need texturing. Doesn't need any of that. Just like go, let's do. Yeah, because because in the movie the one Will Smith wore like like every that costume looked good except for the headpiece. I was yeah. like that looks really cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I see what they're doing here. They're trying to remain faithful at the same time. They're like, we need to show Will Smith's face, so let's let's take it off. Let's show everybody, and and let's let's be done with that. But yeah, I'm excited for this. Like more now, more than ever, that right. you got Eldritch Elba coming through. It's it's funny how they have that one casting. It just changes the whole the whole game. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Now people are talking about it. More people are actually excited now. With I mean, like I, I was excited when I heard they got James Gunn, but now yeah. it's like Eldritch Elba. Like yo, let's go. Right. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of let's go, Jason, you got something you want to bring up too. Oh my god, something that's finally going to take Fortnite off the map, you guys. And it's not Apex Legends. Mm. This is called Super Animal Royale. It is the cutest battle royale game I've ever seen. Um, This is a 2D top-down third-person battle royale. Uh, 64 players compete to be the last person standing. Typical battle royale stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You get a variety of weapons, but you start in a chat like a little chat room and it's a mixture of lions tigers and bears oh come on oh my i don't get uh, it all right so greg a little little school lesson for you there's this yeah. movie called the wizard of oz they did this thing it was weird there's a guy that hung himself in the back scene of the thing it's creepy anyway <laughs> wait is that that uh, hbo show about jail yeah in the wizard that oh i, I think i've seen that movie yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so this game just uh officially got released i think like 
two or three days ago. Uh, it's been in early access since December of last year. Um, this game is just adorable as shit, really. And it, what you're doing is you're running around and you're a tiny little cute tiger with an M16 shooting other tiny little cute tigers. Uh, you get dropped off by a duck, like the bus in Fortnite. <laughs> it's like an army duck. Yeah, it really is. And it is, you drop down, you start off with a katana, you got to find your loot, you got to run around, and you got to start taking people down. Uh, what's really cool about this map, though, right, is that you don't have that that third person or that first person, like, visual in the other battle royales. Like, you have that top down, so you can only literally see in that small little shroud, but the map goes further, right? So you could be running around, and somebody could just huck a, like, a, a Hail Mary grenade out of nowhere. It just lands next to you. You have no idea that it's coming out of there. The person who threw it has no idea that it's going to hit you, <laughs> and you die and you're not even mad because this game, again, is cute. This game is going to be so fun. Uh, and then all the puns that they use with animals and everything like that. Yeah. The fox, when he dies, they say, what the fox? Wow. <laughs> this game is... I love the aesthetic of this game, too. It right. kind of has like this like this like 2D, 3D, like, like, like South Park. Kind of, kind of look to it like the, mm -hmm. but but a bit more, um, a bit more detailed. Kind of reminds me of like a different art style, albeit, but like uh, Happy Tree Friends. Remember that? Yeah, it really does have that aesthetic. Absolutely, man. Um, I just can't, I can't wait to see how popular this game becomes because I feel like it's gonna get real popular real quick. Because it's like it's kind of simple too, right? Like you, there's no real tactical nature to it. Like you're just running and gunning, and I think that's like. It's just going to have that crazy replay value over and over again. There's no extra stuff like building. You know what I mean? There's no crazy graphics that you have to worry about. It's just point in that direction and shoot the person mm. or shoot the fox, whatever it is. How much is it, do you say? It's $20. That's not too bad. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And there's no in-game currency, stuff like that, from what I gather. <laughs> um, yet. So there's no V-Bucks, but I'm sure they're going to have like acorns or something like that at some point when they realize. Stop uh, ideas. <laughs> The other thing, though, is that there are no vehicles in the game, per se, except for a hamster ball. You get in the uh, hamster ball, that's how you travel around. I think they figured this game out. I think it'd be funny if you just jumped on a person and that was your vehicle. Oh, that'd be great. Ah, <laughs> uh, people. <laughs> or if your vehicle was like a person like comes over, puts a leash on you, and slowly drags you around. It's actually like a handicap <laughs> in the game. <laughs> That's cool. They had a lot of good lore building up to it too. Well, not necessarily the lore, but they had like these two. It was almost like a Ken Blankenship and Vic Romano from MXC, mm -hmm. um, like fake commentary. And one was a donkey, and the other one was like a howler monkey. Um, and like they had like different episodes and stuff like that, like during early access to like just highlight different like gameplay and things like that. And Pixel Studio, or Pixile Studios, like produced all of it. All right, moving on down, we have Surge. Bum, 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 bum. So uh, we're going to be getting a live action Gundam movie, people. Yeah. All right. So it's going to be uh, written by Brian K. Vaughn, who, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to be writing the screen screenplay for Gundam. Uh, and, and, this and is going to be. For those of you who don't know who he is, uh, great comic book writer. I was going to go into that. Oh, sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't run a show here, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Great things. Next next topic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because the the, the, the comedy. Yeah, I love it. I love but uh, it. yeah, but maybe, maybe you you can expound on this because uh, yeah. I, I think what people may know people may know these two titles more than anything else. So so Brian K. Vaughn, uh, he's created comic book series mm-hmm. like uh, Ex Machina and Runaways, mm. which you guys have seen the Ex Machina movie and Runaways, the the great TV well, show. So the Ex Machina Ma- isn't that movie. Different. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, nope. the same different. thing. Nope. Oh, it's different. Oh, so, my bad. So, so Ex Machina like you... is a. I can't. I, I didn't like that book too much, to be honest. This is weird. But it's not anything to do with the movie, at all. Oh, okay. I'll let you explain then. Never yeah. Mind. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but Runaways, it is the uh, same thing, right? TV show. <laughs> On the same page there. Uh, it might be. Yeah, yeah, checking in with Greg. <laughs> well, now it's checking with our resident comic book expert. expert. Greg. Is that the thing? Yes, it's the thing. All right. Thank you, Greg. All right, cool. <laughs> it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, just just the fact that we're we're talking about a live action Gundam movie. I mean, because because like we've heard of all these different kind of anime movies coming to life. Like we heard Akira back in the day with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. We've heard of like like tons of others, Cowboy Bebop, which. Uh, I think it's going to be be put into either a series or, or Netflix thing or whatever. Whatnot. But we don't even know if that's still happening. But this one, according to Deadline, is going to happen. So Brian K. Vaughn is going to be writing the screenplay. Like, it's going to happen. And eventually, we will actually see a live-action Gundam movie from from Legendary Entertainment. Mm. And I am absolutely on board for this. I mean, I've been wanting a live-action Gundam movie for the longest time. With today's technology, with what we can do, I mean, I mean, like, like look what they did with Transformers. I mean, like content like movie movie aside, the content, the way they, they make the characters move and they render them, like the fights that happen, you know, when you can actually see what's happening. Um, which they did a better job in the Bumblebee movie. Check check that podcast out. Mm. Um, anyway, but yeah, like imagine that technology with like Gundam now, like holy shit, dude! When we watched Ready Player One, also check out that podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> lost my shit, and my movie theater lost their absolute shit along with us when we went to go see Ready Player One towards the end of the movie, where Mecha Godzilla comes out and and uh, Hero jumps out of a plane, gets the gauntlet that lets him turn into anything he possibly wants, and he flips into the OG Gundam. Holy shit, my brain exploded. Oh my god, when he did the backflip and then just did the, the quintessential Gundam pose, blast towards Mecha Godzilla, I was like, yo, I want this fight to be an hour long. Yeah. Hour long, yeah, let's I, go. So a fully live action Gundam movie, I'm I'm all for. Like there's no word of when it takes place, which timeline, which which, which Gundam. So that's all up in the air, but I, I I don't care. I'm excited. Give me a live action Gundam with today's technology we have for CG and special effects. Yeah. I've never seen any Gundam. Period. Really? What? Never. never. What? Like, How's that possible? I just don't God know where damn. to start at this point. I just don't. I don't know. Like, like there was like, oh, this new one. I'm like, oh, I might start there. And they go, oh, follows this time. And I'm like, I fair, fair. There is a lot. It, it's like, but, but not even when you're watching like Toonami, like Gundam Wing. No, nah, I never. Well, because what? like when Mobile I want to watch something specific, yeah. Like I'm like in that mode, right? So like when I was watching Toonami, I wanted to watch like Dragon Ball Z. And then it'd be like, all right, this this episode's over. And all I did is scream for 30 minutes. And I got kind of annoyed. And like, all right, now, giant robots. And I was like, but I just want to see how this fight ends up. I don't want to watch giant robots right now. <laughs> um, and I never really. And also growing up, I didn't have Cartoon Network until much later because it wasn't part of like basic cable for us until like, I think maybe end of high school is what oh, it was. Damn. So I was a little bit out of the game at that point anyway. So it's just like at this point, I don't know where to start. I don't know where where one ends and one begins i don't even know like all i know is like the default gundam that everyone knows 
and that that's about it. Uh, yeah, I I am excited be. for this to come out though because it's somewhere for me to fucking start. Yeah, <laughs> it really can be though. That's what's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, would, it would be amazing too. Like I hope that they they would get um because remember like during the the tsunami promos yep. for the shows they had Peter Cullen the voice of Optimus Prime yep. do all like the announcements and the promos and stuff for like tsunami. So when they were, I remember I remember when I was a kid and they were debuting like uh, Gundam Wing. Um, like Peter Cullen was was, was like, like like telling the story before it debuted. He was like, after Colony 195, like the blah, 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 Gundanium Alloy. And I'm like, oh my God, they get Peter Cullen to narrate this dude? Just like the <laughs> beginning. Just narrate the beginning. And then, oh, man, oh, then, then just get into it. Oh, holy shit, it'd be amazing. Yeah. You know, Gundams. And like, oh, man, they have like, oh, man, I can't wait with today's technology, dude. Like, I fucking love Gundam. Love Gundam, dude. <laughs> Oh man! And anybody, and anybody like in in Twitch chat or listening to this, if you're a fan of Gundam too, I'm sure you're excited as well mm. that this is going to be happening. They're just like, all right, we got this guy. It's going to happen. So I like those other anime movies, and and yeah, from chat, the Cover Bebop live action is going to Netflix. Yeah, mm. but yeah, I mean, uh, 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 Jay, did you watch Gundam when you were when you were a kid? I watched some Gundam, but uh, instead of that anime, I watched this anime called Full Metal Alchemist. God, I knew it was coming. Why you walked into that? Set me up for that. Admit. No, I did watch some Gundam. It was on Toonami, and it was like later in life too, though. It was like after, like on Saturday nights, like just being up watching like Futurama. You know, when you're 22, when you're 22 and not trying to go out and get laid. You're you're sitting at home watching Toonami instead, or you're playing a game, and that comes on with like every other Toonami show, like Big O, and you know everything like that. So Big I o. did catch some of it, um, but not enough for it to stick, not enough for me to really fall in love with it. Yeah. Um, and again, mainly because I was just watching the same one every every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got tired of yeah, I, watched the other one. Yeah, I watched Seven Deadly Sins instead. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But, but, but yeah, it's pretty interesting to see where, where they go with that. Um, you know, they may go with, because, uh, like, there's there's so many Gundams. I mean, like, I, I watched, watched a lot of the series, but one of my favorites has to be Gundam Wing, because probably that's the first one I, I ever watched. So I fell in love with, like, the figures and, like, how each Gundam was was different. Like, uh, they're made out of this material called Gundanium Alloy, which is, like, this special thing. Uh, oh, it, takes a, it takes, like, a special person to pilot each one. Not everybody uh, can do it. And usually, like, like younger people. Who who are, are piloting them, and they're just they're just superior in battle to anything like in the entire universe. And then and then when, when they clash with each other, it's even more crazy because you have all these different militaries and factions. And then this one will have a gun, and this one will have a gun, and, and this one's trying to save this colony that's a, going out into space because Earth is whatever. And then this one's like trying to take over everything. So this guy's using his gun with with a whip. This guy's got, like, got a sword. This other one has like this long reaching arm with 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 like a dragon's head on it. Another one has a staff. Another one has like a Gatling gun, and like they all like do crazy shit. And I love playing uh, uh, when I was a kid, just to round this all out. If anyone knows, Gundam Wing Endless Waltz on the Super Nintendo. Oh, Holy that, shit. Yeah. We used to have like like tournaments <laughs> of that thing because you could pick your gun. And it was like a, a comprehensive like, like, like fighting game, too. They all had like their neat, unique skills, like 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 Sandrock could, could throw like his rice cutters because he had these things that looked like the, the size that cut, that cut uh, rice. Um, hmm. like like Desai had his head aside, but instead of a blade, it's like an energy sword. Uh, but wing, wing wing zero had like two versions, one with the wings, one without. He had an energy sword, and like he can transform into the flight mode, and it was it was so dope. And that game still bangs to this day. But yeah, I am. Uh, if you if you can't tell, I'm excited for this movie to come <laughs> out eventually. Nice. Um, in less well, I wouldn't say less exciting news. I will just say in news. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. Why are you going to do it like that? Officially <laughs> confirmed, uh, Arrow is ending after season eight. Um, okay. This Yeah, this doesn't come as any surprise. Okay. <laughs> what are you, Freddie Mercury? <laughs> we have the same birthday, so maybe. Hey, maybe. Oh, shit. Um, cool. This doesn't come as any surprise to literally anyone because the yeah. all of the DCCW shows have been really falling off. Uh, to the point where I just stopped watching Black Lightning. I just stopped DVRing it. I had like a queue of like six of them, and it was like there was the, a show called Black Lightning. It was a show called Black Lightning. You might have heard of it. It was, had a really good first episode, and it just kind of fell off. Right I know. There, in my I know. It's really yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Um. The but it's it's. I think this is going to be the beginning of the end for the the DCCW because I mean Arrow was the first entry into it, and yeah. it didn't. It was. It didn't start very strong, but it. The season one finale is what hooked me. Like, I powered really? through all of that, and the finale was they killed a main character. And I was like, holy shit, like, what is this show doing? And uh, season two, three, four were fine. And then they kind of lost their footing, and they tried to do, like, a go-back-to-basics kind of deal. But it's too late at that point. Uh, they essentially just wanted to make a Batman show, but they didn't have the rights to Batman, so they made. Arrow. That's exactly how I saw. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they, they, all the fans of Green Hour were like, "Well, the, we like the casting. We like the people. Like the people who make this show, in terms of the, the actors, anyways, are decent people. Like Stephen Amell yeah. is just very grateful to his fans. Like he knows what he has, and like I think uh, the CW does a great job at." maintaining that kind of talent if you look at supernatural for example jared Pedalecki and jensen ackles are the, the exact same way yeah so i want this show to like really be successful and be better than it is and i'm really just watching at this point if i'm honest just to support like them because it's like really like i'm just yeah. playing on my phone anyways or i'm playing on my switch anyways like i might as well something <laughs> in the background and like help them out a little bit and that's how i yeah. feel but it's I've been it's been really declining I want to see them just move them to the big screen already. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. throw them into the Justice League movie. Like, just do it. Uh, go hide Ezra Miller, you know, in a closet somewhere, and then bring in Grant Gustin to be the Flash. <laughs> He's a better Flash. What they've been he doing, is. too, like, they've been really clever. Like, the last um, team-up they did wasn't that great, but they they addressed why, or not why, but how Arrow and Batman can exist in the same universe without one being a copy of the other. Which I thought right. was pretty cute because, like, you're watching, like, you just want to be Batman. Like, you're yeah. angsty, like, you're hiding in the shadows and all this stuff. Batman in this universe is such a myth that not even Oliver Queen thinks he exists. Right. That's how they explain that. That's how, oh, I love on. it. I love it because that's how good this Batman is. Oliver Queen has been working as Arrow in some capacity for seven or eight years, and he has not encountered Batman. And he thinks he doesn't exist. So, like, they go to Gotham City in the crossover and they meet Batwoman, who is not a stellar performance from Ruby Rose. Yeah. It's kind of just like playing it safe. And, like, she's like, oh, I'm better than you. And, like, that stereotypical kind of thing. And I was hoping for a little bit more. <laughs> Anything you can do, I yeah. can do better. And she's, yeah. <laughs> for maybe seven minutes total, five to seven minutes total. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Wasn't great. But, like, I kind of like that where. He's like, I'm not copying him. He doesn't exist. And Ruby Rose is like, no, he, I promise you he exists. And yeah. everyone just kind of look at him like, you're a copycat. He's like, I'm not copying him. He's not real. And everybody's like asking her too. Like, hey, like, where's your cousin Bruce Wayne, by the way? Be like, oh, just he's out on, he's Around. vacationing. Oh, is that how they do that? 
yeah and yeah and they're just like oh we, we haven't seen batman at all when since we've been in gotham for five days oh that's weird yeah. also your cousin bruce wayne's gone yeah. that's also weird. yeah they do that it's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah i mean like the flash has been getting pretty weak lately supergirl has it was never fine. been good it was actually it was getting better and then it just got worse again like they just Damn. don't know how to keep it at a steady standpoint um, they have this whole stupid side story where they had to erase her sister's memory that she's sister's Supergirl for some stupid reason. Ugh. What? Yeah, it's it's just like this is. And dumb. the thing is, is they don't incorporate Martian Manhunter enough. In yeah. That. Oh yeah. Like no, he's have... one of my favorite characters yeah. of like any comic book series, and he's just not featured enough. And I'm like, Martian Manhunter is fucking awesome. Well, they have Please. to like debuff him because Supergirl has to be the most powerful one in her own show for reasons. And yeah. It's just really dumb. Like he's just there for, and like he started having him as uh, a detective finally, and he has mm-hmm. yet to do anything big detective-y. No. See, that's that's where like these shows have always been a disappointment for me, yeah. and 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 I, it's it sucks because I hear people say like like Greg said like uh, that they get better later on. It's like no, you got to catch people out of the game. You do. It's, and it's true. Y- yeah, and like and like what you say with with Arrow, like what hooked you was 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 like towards the end of the first season where they actually killed him, and you're like, oh wow, they have the balls to do this, yeah. holy shit, yeah. this is going somewhere. But yeah, when I first started watching Arrow, I was like, okay, this is trying to be Batman. Also, Steve Amell, like later on, was like, yeah, it's not really the Green Arrow that you guys really know. We're kind of doing our own thing, and I was like, nah, Chief, uh, <laughs> I gotta leave on that. But, no, but eh. that, that's the thing, though, is like now it, it is like it's a little more lighthearted. Like the whole, and you have to have the beginning to have this character growth right he's not batman and he's it's because of his team like they're not letting him be batman they're not letting him be in the shadows they're like kind of forcing him out and i i liked that dynamic it's just they don't know what the fuck they want to do Green Arrow is just a lot more lighthearted, though. You know what I mean? He's more of a yeah. goofy. He's but, not that brooding, like, oh. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah like, like, the first time that they, they did their crossover where where when Green Arrow met, met Supergirl and he found out that, that, that she was an alien, he's like, oh, I don't trust aliens. You're yeah. sitting this one out. Right. And I'm, she's like, okay, I'll sit it out. I'm like, what? Like, I'm you're, pretty sure you're, that he said, you are super. I'm like, like you are Supergirl. Like, you're, like, you should be like, listen, you can suck me from the back. <laughs> right you don't sit me out i'm supergirl but she was like okay i'll sit down and then she was and she was like barry why doesn't he like me and i'm like what is this well like that, that's also like, the dynamic of the dccw which oh, is crap too. I, they, oh god the, the, uh, the dc tv shows are so mediocre in my own opinion in my opinion i don't fault anyone for liking them yeah for watching them but everyone that i've talked to personally I've never heard someone give like a glowing review of any of them. I mean, I see these YouTubers like, oh my God, this episode was amazing. Yeah, our lives will never be the same. Holy shit, guys. You see that latest episode of Green Arrow and fucking Flash and oh, Supergirl, that was great. Blah, blah, blah. Please like and subscribe. And I'm like, oh my God, you fucking shills, dude. The the, the shows are mediocre. <laughs> the writing is mediocre. None of the characters I recognize for, for, for my childhood. I mean, it's okay to do your own thing and, and like venture off into something. But when it's just like all these characters are so soft or they're way too hard like 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 barry allen is soft as fuck you know like yeah. like like a- a- arrow is hard as fuck for like no reason yeah. i'm just like what the hell is this yeah like he's hard for no reason then like there's like a whole romance <laughs> thing that's going on and they have all this drama i'm like oh my god well, like the, the, uh, the like i'm just like okay green hour's done i'm like okay good, yeah like good, this, this is not done. surprising this good. is like cool like i'm i'm done with these shows the only thing if everything ends up kind of collapsing and this is it because they do have um 
Infinite Crisis coming up as their next big crossover. And that's the one yeah. where in the comics oh. where Barry dies. And this is the one that they've been supposedly or assumably building up to building up to since Flash episode one, where he disappears into the crisis. The only thing I will miss is Tom Cavanaugh playing just a variety of Harrison Wells. That guy I is know. great. That guy is so great. And like like the, this, this guy is so good in this show that he shows up in a really bad this season really bad french accent and his name is sherlock o-q-u-e not sherlock but sherlock sherlock Wells. <laughs> and i and love it's him. still great he's, he's, he's amazing because he's he owes, like he owes alimony to his five other wives yeah. from all five different what? universes so he, he has five he has like he's been married seven times to five oh, women yeah. that are alternate reality versions of the same person so he just keeps on marrying the same woman over and over and over and over. In two cases, again. The actual same one actual, twice. In all of them, they're the same one. Yeah, but I mean, like, he married the same universe one right, a couple of times. Right, yeah. And he, he expects different results. And then he tries hitting on the version of his wife in that Earth. Earth, Earth one. one. Yeah. And it doesn't end well. <laughs> it's wonderful. Like, these little things are great. Why can't you take those ideas and that writing and just, like, whoever, like, that writer is, give him the script. Or her yeah. the script. 100%. Yeah. Or them the yeah. script. Like, whatever. Like, just do mm-hmm. it. Uh, but no, they got to kind of do all these little things. And and Sherlock has just been the highlight so far. And I will miss <laughs> Tom Cavanaugh and his demo reel that is the DCCW. <laughs> I know. <laughs> DCCW. God, it's such a shit show. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with uh, with uh, Steve Scrubb and Shannon here on Twitch TV. Infinite Crisis should be amazing, but I'm not going to hold my breath. No. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, too, because like, I, I really wanted to like these these CW DC shows, but they've been so mediocre. I'm like, show me something. Get bold. Get crazy. But they, they play things too safe. They're, they're, they're so soft. I mean, I, and it's, it sucks, too, because like when you see the actors in interviews and when they go to conventions, they're so hyped and like they're so lovable. Like, all of them, like Grant Gustin, you know, Mel, like, 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 like uh, uh, Danielle, uh, the Panda Baker, like all of them are like so chill and so cool. I'm like, damn, they love what they're right. doing. But I'm like, yo, I, I, I guess it's the writers then. I guess it's the writers that I don't like because I, I, I don't dig on them. But like uh, there are episodes where each of, of those individuals will give stellar performances. And I'm like, damn, this acting is wasted on this show because this is so mediocre. Yeah. But what you're doing is so damn good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, please, please, like someone, like give this person a job in like a major motion picture. Just like you said, Jay, print Grant Gustin as as the official DC cinematic flash. He is leagues better than Ezra Miller. It was a huge miss for them oh, yeah. not, not to just like pull him through because they're like, well, what are we going to do with our CW TV show, bro? Cin- cinematic universe, much better. Focus on that. Don't give a shit. You're about yep. whatever you do in your CW universe. People don't really watch that. I mean, if Grant Gustin was in the live was in the live action big Hollywood budget thing, I mean, like it, it would have made even more buku bucks, and he would have given a oh, better yeah. performance than than uh, I'm Ezra Miller and Flash. I need friends. I'm like, what the what is this? What they, <laughs> what they really should have done is they should have gotten like all of the. They should have not ignored the CW like it, like you said. But, like, make it so you have these big movie events that happen, like, once a year, once every other year that tie into the TV shows. Mm-hmm. And that way, like, you, the TV shows would, I think, be pressured into providing better quality because they have. And they would be better by nature. They'd right. be better. Yeah, because you have this whole, like, universe to build off of. And the movies themselves would be higher production value, higher budget. Like, kind of like when you go, went to go see, like, the Simpsons movie. 
and it looked like <laughs> just a much better Simpsons episode. Like there are more yeah. frames and there's more polish. And that's kind of what I'm envisioning because like people were already invested in the CW universe at that point. So I don't know what, what I guess what I'm imagining is what was supposed to happen with the Dark Tower series. Which oh, didn't. Yeah. Because the Dark Tower series was supposed to be TV shows that build up to the movie that build back into the TV shows that build up to a movie that build. So you can do this like duck and <laughs> weed. Stupid. So yourself in it. No, I love it. I, I love that idea because it's, it shows that television is just as important as movies. Now, actually I would even argue even more so because of yes. how Hell yeah, it, it is. is. Hell yeah. I right. mean, just, just look at what, just look at what like, Game of Thrones has done for right. TV. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you have these major, major Hollywood-style productions that cost millions of dollars per episode. New season coming out. Can't wait. It looks crazy. Um, yeah, and, and people are paying attention to that more. People have subscribed to HBO services, their apps, yep. their, their their cable boxes just for that show. So, yeah, yeah. like oh, it totally I agree. Is. It imports more on TV than than, than movies. But, like, for, for me, like it's, it's like flip-flop when it comes to DC. <laughs> it's, but, so, yeah. it's so crazy. It's so ass-backwards, too. Um, I... I don't know why they don't do that. Like you pay actors on TV shows like millions of dollars per episode for some shit. And they totally could do that if they were to just put some more production into it or make it a little bit more important or inc like incorporate a good story instead yeah. of a dumb story. <laughs> Hire better writers. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Or better showrunner. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Either or, really. Some shit. Mm -hmm. If you don't have money for both, get one or the other. Come on, let's let's get this going, right? Right. I think the money really goes into like the the sets and the costumes because uh, even uh, Kevin Smith said when he went to go direct a, 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 an episode of The Flash, he was like, "Bro, it's like a movie set." Well, he's he's like, directed yeah, The Flash, Supergirl. He directed mm. an episode of, and you'll know which one it is because his daughter shows up in it, which is oh really? No yeah, yeah. It was the one where, for for the Supergirl one. Yeah, for Supergirl, they like, go to like a different planet, not Mars, but a different planet, and like one of the girls gets kidnapped as Kevin Smith's daughter. Oh, yeah, she's like that's great! Or Twenty at this point, like nice. she's a was it a good episode? What's that? Was it a good episode? <laughs> no. Since he, I mean, I don't know. Since no. he had the reins, I don't, or no. maybe he couldn't save it. No, like like he wrote a good script, and then the showrunner's like, eh, let me just make some adjustments. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're good now. <laughs> Zack Snyder just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, that would just, been he real just apes it. He just like shits in his hand, throws it at the script. All right, put that on TV. The, yeah, I, I don't remember if it was the Flash or if it was Supergirl, but also Jay and Silent Bob showed up. I think there was the, I think it was Supergirl, where like they're just I don't like, remember that. There's throws himself in there. There's security guards right. and like Jay is just like talking, 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 and then or maybe it was, maybe it was the Flash, and like something disappears and like oh crap and like. Shit goes down. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, was it the Flash? Um, I think it. Uh, so what happened was, I think it was the Flash, and it mm. was when they had the girl who takes like all the inanimate objects and turns them into living objects. Yes, like whatever right. she yeah. is. Yeah. So it was like the statue or whatever, and he's like, "Oh man," <laughs> he says something like a typical Jay inside of Bob. Yeah, but like you know, PG because it's on TV and not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta watch he that. He says snoogin' boogins or something, and you're just like, huh? <laughs> Snoochie boochies, <laughs> Snoochie boochies, bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, ultimately, DCCW seems like it's gonna do its maybe its last hurrah with Infinite Crisis, and that will be it. Moving right along to our final subject of the evening, Jason. A little bit of Cobra Kai coming back for a season two on YouTube. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I just found out because Serge told me a couple minutes ago, but I was like, <laughs> I was oh, supposed shit. to say that. 
Oh, I can, dude. Pay it's no okay. attention to the man behind the mask. I mean, the curtain. Yeah. I mean, anything. Dick, <laughs> dick, no. take three. I mean, I knew the whole time. <laughs> I take knew four. When they oh, shit. All right. Yeah. So Cobra Kai is coming back, <laughs> and I am starting to hate um, Ralph Macchio more and more as life goes on, especially in this, um, in this series, like as a karate kid, I was like, yeah, he's cool. He's fine. You know, yeah. like he's kind of, he got bullied, kicked some kid in the face. Typical story. Right now. He's just like that. He's that shitty car salesman. And I really, <laughs> I really hate his guts. Like they're doing a really great job to flip this thing on its ear. Uh, and of course they did it in season one where they made him kind of the, the, the bad guy. Right. And they made, uh, what's his name? I f- forget what his goddamn name is now in the in the show. The, the protagonist. The, 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 the oh Johnny. Johnny, yes, thank you. Johnny, uh, ma- put him in a body bag, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made Johnny the good guy and like, or, or the one that you want to root for at least. Um, and I really do like where they're going with this. Uh, season one ended with uh, Johnny's, you know, master, the head of Cobra Kai. Uh, showing up as the cliffhanger and they're popping him in there who by the way he looks great for his age he's got to be like 75 years old or something like that Uh, Johnny looks like he's 104 you know and I think they're driving that because of you know the life that he's lived after being part of Cobra Kai and disgracing their their team but this guy looks like he's in excellent shape like he hasn't he hasn't lost a step at all, and I don't think he's aged. He's got that Keanu Reeves thing going on where he's just never going to age at all, I think. <laughs> he's, a, he's a time vampire. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm excited to see this again. You know, yeah. this is one of those shows, though, um, that you watch it, you have that feeling of nostalgia, but you also have that, like, uncomfortable feeling, too, because it's such a Los Angeles movie, or a TV show, rather, where you're like, everything's kind of cheesy, everything's kind of, like, gaudy in a way, yeah. and everything kind of makes... it. It makes you feel uncomfortable. And I think YouTube actually does a really good job at producing TV shows that make you uncomfortable intentionally. Um, I really want to go on a road trip with Jason to California and just watch his skin crawl. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be <laughs> awful. You, you put me on like it, like somewhere in Santa Monica. Like I would just be like, fuck, get me out of here. <laughs> get me out of here, man. This place is too, it's too 1984. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Wow. It's, I was born in the 80s, but like I don't like the 80s. Like I think it's too pink and like cocaine I don't know. It's weird. Nice. <laughs> I love that tangent. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the well, what Cobra Kai did really well, and for all intents and purposes, like it shouldn't have worked because who wanted to revamp? I mean, who wanted to revisit the Karate Kid? I mean, they did it right. before with that that Jackie Chan and Will Smith's Kid movie. Yeah. People were like, mm. "What? What the hell is this? Mm. It's ridiculous." I mean, like even like back in the day, they, they also did it with with like a girl because they were like, "All right, here's how we're gonna like." That was uh, whatever. Uh, Hillary Swank. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, was that his track? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes. Oscar nominated, I'm pretty sure. Hillary Swank. Uh, not for that role. <laughs> <laughs> Highly decorated. Well, that was the precursor Hillary for Million Dollar Baby, right? What? Yeah. yeah. It's from about Million Dollar yeah. Baby, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, but like when you heard the premise of Cobra Kai, you're like, all right, well, what is this thing going to be? And it was actually good. It was actually good, and and I loved how they re, like they retooled the story of the Karate Kid, where Ralph Macchio's character Danny, like he looks, he looks like a dick. He looks like an absolute yeah. dick, and like and like Johnny's like, yeah, stole my girlfriend, and it cuts to like the, the, that scene on the beach where he beats him up, and he just like, this girl, like you did this to me, he humiliated me, and you're like, yeah, I see it this yeah. way, holy crap! Well, and then now you have Cobra Kai's the, the kind of the hero too, because now you have like Ralph Macchio's character is like is like this car salesman, he's just like, come by, like. <laughs> I mean, he's been riding that that success for 30 years forever and everyone still loves him he's like yeah you're the man and and
and meanwhile, Johnny's like down in his luck. Yeah. He's an alcoholic. Like he can't get his stuff together. He's the underdog in this. And then he meets up with these kids, and he's like, "All right, I'll teach you guys not to be whips, because you guys are whips." You know what I mean? And then they're trying to teach him how to like be more sensitive and stuff like that. He was like, "What is this generation? I don't understand any of this." It really, he- <laughs> it really is him talking to the millennials. You know what I mean? It really is is him being like, "Everybody's soft now. I don't understand why this kid doesn't want to beat somebody else up. Like that's what we did for fun in the '80s." Why don't <laughs> yeah, in the '80s was different. You strike first. You strike hard. Ask questions <laughs> later. <laughs> or don't even ask questions. Strike first. Strike hard. And uh, and yeah, and and we watched. We did a podcast episode on that. Check that out yeah. on Spotify, iTunes. Uh, Apple Podcast and all that other good stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but 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 yeah, it was it was really good. I love the way that they retooled it. The, the story was great. The direction was was great. Uh, get these guys like like back into their their rivalry it was a lot of fun to see. Especially that you got these kids in the mix or in the middle because as because as we know, Cobra Kai were the bad guys back in the day. But now this story is like, no, it's actually it actually wasn't that bad. And just giving these like these new generation of nerdy kids confidence they need. It's giving them a sense of pride. It's giving them a sense of community. And then, and Danny's like, what? No, but they're the bad guys and they're like what are you talking about he's like i'm gonna open my own dojo miyagi do i'm like oh, that sounds lame nerds miyagi do that sounds lame yeah. we're cobra kai <laughs> it's like i'm like i love how cobra kai is the good guys now yeah i love it well I mean, yeah yeah and, and then and then the, the stinger at the end was uh they're, they're like uh johnny's old sensei yeah the guy who like brought him to like 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 do it finish him yeah. You know, that crazy old dude who's like well, living vicariously like, through these that, kids. That dude was like the bane of Johnny's existence. Like, and, and yeah. they build it up as his old master is why Johnny was such a dick growing up. And like, also, you know, like his family him. life wasn't all that great either. Um, yeah. So it's it's all just very, it's going gonna, gonna to come full circle. I'm very excited. I think we're all excited for season two. And like, if you had, if you had said five years ago, hey, they're going to do a revival of Karate Kid. But it's gonna be about the bad guy, and it's gonna be on YouTube, and you're gonna fucking love every second of it. <laughs> I would have called you a YouTube. damn liar because there's no live YouTube. shows that happen on YouTube at that point. But anyways, yeah. Um, for something that came out of a How I Met Your Mother bit, like this show really dug off, and and they did a very very good job on it. Is that what it came about? Yeah. Don't you remember that? Like, uh, Barney always thought that Johnny was the hero. He thought Johnny was the Karate Kid. Yeah. Oh, and no literally shit. the points that they bring up about Johnny and like you know how really Ralph Macchio was really like the bully and you know he threw mm-hmm. water on him when he was on the toilet and he came to town and <laughs> stole his girl and started the fight and all this that stuff and um all Barney wanted I think it was his birthday episode is he wanted to meet Johnny the Karate Kid and like no oh, one that's to, dope. no one could correct Barney in his own mind that he wasn't the Karate Kid <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit and it made, made it into like a really good show which is and it's on and it's on fucking like YouTube, on YouTube of all, of all, all places like what yeah. yeah 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 I don't know I don't have a, free, it's actually I don't good, have a but yeah, description this... to YouTube read anymore so I don't know how I'm gonna watch season two I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be on the internet yeah, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yo, I can I got YouTube TV. I can invite you guys hey, to watch it. There we go. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I have an episode subscription because like like I'm always I'm always like oh, yeah, on YouTube sure. anyway. So yeah, but yeah, I mean th- this this has great production. Like I was excited to hear that we got the season two and it's coming uh, April twenty fourth. Yeah. of this year so that's going to be exciting because nice. I mean season one was so surprisingly good. I mean and you wanted more afterwards because you want to see this story this like 
crazy timeline where Cobra Kai the bad guys were are the good guys. Can't wait. And these kids that 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 Johnny's teaching like like love him and like you know and he's he's also um, getting his his heart of ice melted but by these kids as well and he's just like all right I can be less of a dick. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I was a bully back in the day in the 80s guys. All right. I get it. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how they're going up against how uh, <laughs> up against Daniel. <laughs> They're like, no, yeah. you're the dick. He's like, what? No, you guys don't know the real story, kids. I'm the, and they're like, oh, okay, Miyagi Do guy, whatever. Dude. <laughs> I kind of love it though because Daniel's like trying so hard to be like, well, he's the one who was a dick. Remember, like he's the yes. Guy. Yeah. And his wife is like, dude, like it was 30 years ago. Give Let it the up. Fuck go. Yeah. And like, his I love that. It's, like, I, I love that it's slowly tearing his life apart and like uh, it's changing him. And like ultimately, he is getting his revenge. <laughs> Well, so like, good. The, the, the best part too is Johnny's like protege is getting with Danny's daughter, and I yeah. love that every second dope. of that. It's such mm-hmm. good payback. I love it. All right, and with that being said, we are officially out of time. This has been issue number 179 oh. of the Bad County Funky Podcast. Oh. I want to go ahead and just really quickly thank up. everyone who showed up and participated in chat tonight. Again, we do this live on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we pretty much every Thursday or at least every other we, we're live. I want to go ahead and thank Rutu, Stealth Killer 122. I want to go ahead and thank uh, Solid J-Man. Good to see you, Jesse. I want to go ahead and thank Rutu, always with the the showing up and the the love and support. Soul Ghetto Guy Adam, good to see you, my friend. We also have... Uh, Deadly Effect showing up in there for quite a little bit of time. We had, hey, of course, uh, Steve Scrub. Thank you. Thank you for coming. We had Star showing up. And I don't even need to scroll down to know that she showed up for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you should definitely hey, go to twitch.tv forward slash Star and send her support. She with two eyes, the, the two the two time eyes, the two eyes in there. Uh, Is it Kitty. <laughs> Kitty Wombus showed up Wombus. as well. And Boulevard Gaming, Bebo, love you, bud. Good to see you. Hope everything goes a little bit better for you this week. I know, dude. And that's it. That's everyone who participated in chat. If you were hanging out and, and creeping and, and showing love that way, that's fine. That's great. Next time, come in. Say hi. Show us some love. We appreciate lurkers as we well. We love lurkers. We love, them. Chat. we love them. There's too many of them to name. Just come say hi. Then you're not lurker. Then you're in a different tier. Then you're in the internet famous. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you just got to lurk the. You know, I fucking hate so. that button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the geek generation. I oh, saw you lurking, sir. Rob, going on there. Yeah, What's going on, man. Um, good old Rob, also a, a great guy with a great voice and also a great podcast and a podcast network confirmed. Yes. Yeah. So definitely, definitely show him some love with the Geek Generation podcast as well as Random Movie Club uh, and all the other wonderful, wonderful podcasts that are, are going to be and are currently a part of that uh, channel if you in case you came in late to the show and are wondering Serge how can I how can I find more of this I came in it was only 10 minutes left now you're saying goodbye how do I get more bad county funky content to me <laughs> I love that face um <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and find us on Facebook SoundCloud Apple Podcasts uh, Twitter Instagram um I already said SoundCloud Google Play Spotify <laughs> iHeartRadio. Basically, if you can get a podcast on your device, you can get Bad Cody Funky on your device. Ooh, we're everywhere. Everywhere. Gentlemen, ladies, everyone, we'll see you next time, or we will see you another time. Good night.